0: I should sum up what's happened at this point. We met Nick's Aaron's at Sanctuary and saved a couple of sirens. There was some negotiating with vampires that went about as good as I expected, and then we hustled back to Sanctuary to figure out our next move. There weren't a whole lot of options, so me and Nick's headed to Saskatoon for a sit down with the Siren Queen while the others prepared for a siege. When we tried to go back, though, we could tell something was wrong.
1: Okay. So this is the building. We are here. Anne, I think it would be most effective for you to station yourself in this room here. I'm gonna roam around this area near the main entrance. Fiona, you'll need to stick close to the fitness areas here if you can. Your sense should keep their attention off Kira. Anne, where did you put your wards?
2: I placed them in these hallways here here, as well as in the main entrance. Zero Day and I found the children quite helpful in their placement. But other than the dozens near the medical ward, Zero was on his own, so I'm not certain where he placed them.
1: Right, right. Anyone know where G.D. ended up?
3: I am here. Apologies for running late. Zero Day found me at the barricades doing some heavy lifting.
1: Okay, you two. G.D., I'll need you up near the front lines with me.
3: Of course. I'll need to get some duct tape and do some preemptive reinforcement. It's terribly inconvenient to have a limb go missing in the middle of battle.
1: They should keep plenty in the supply closet. I'll show you when we're done here. All right. Zero.
4: Give me some good news. So, this place has a decent signal, but there's not nearly enough tech pixies close by. They'll probably show up in waves, but the big numbers are going to take a while. We may not be much for fighting, but most of us are friends of Sanctuary. Plus, it's been a long time since we've had good cause for mass revenge pranking.
1: (laughs) Pix is on the prank warpath. Nice. Try to have them slow down anyone who makes it into the building.
2: Just don't hold it against Valentine for wanting to keep them out of this.
1: Alright? Aww. Alright, GD. Let's go get you that duct tape.
2: Oof, they're they're here, out front, just outside Nix's wards. I saw two, probably more nearby. Before this starts, the children offered their markers earlier. We should put those to use. Fiona, come here, give me your arm. All right. Uh, What what the? you, You just marked my skin! I did. Riza, you're next.
1: Oh, I get it.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm glad you do. I, on the other hand, could use some explaining. Fiona, there is a reason I'm known as the Inked Goddess. You now wear my ink. As long as it's there, I can give you aid, whether it's simple communication or urgent healing. And you, GD?
3: Don't waste your healing magic on me. I'll have more than enough duct tape in my pocket if I need it, and chewing gum.
2: (laughs) Zero Day, any objections? Are you kidding?
4: I get to wear an ad original for the fight. Can I pick the color?
2: You get what you get.
1: Zero Day, can you get GD taped up? I got some bloodsuckers to talk to.
5: Fiona, you ready for a fight? Against those who hurt Kira. Beyond ready. Those monsters will.
6: Burn.
3: Hey boss, I think we've got them. The front door has got to be right there.
6: Braden, calm yourself before you become an embarrassment.
3: But they're here. I can smell them.
6: I know. You nitwit But it will save us a lot of Howdy friends Ah A representative Riza. You've decided to grace us with your presence So The shifters have decided to break the accords And side against us hmm?
1: Oh Timmy You know Flack wouldn't stand for that Nah I've gone rogue for the night Boomer here and I are representing the Sanctuary right now.
6: So screw your precious accords. Greeting guests with shotgun and vulgarity. Such bad manners. But I suppose I shouldn't have expected any better.
3: Give us the sirens, you fleet-bitten.
6: Braden, high school insults are beneath us. Besides, I'm certain shifters don't uh, suffer much from their fleas. No, I'm not gonna hand them over, no matter how nicely you ask.
1: You're better off leaving now before I put some new holes in you.
6: I don't know why I'm bothering to talk to you. Bring Nick's errands out here. Nick's is a little busy at the moment. Oh? Well, if you won't bring Nick to me, then deliver a message. You see this?
1: Ooh, a creepy mummy with some wires attached.
6: I'm so scared, Tim. Oh, you really should be. We found this lovely hand of glory that some pixie tried to improve on. You stole pixie tech? (laughs) No, no, no. We don't break the Accords Shifter. It was thrown out. We merely salvaged it and had our sources do some work. Imagine our surprise when we found out what the modifications did. (sighs) Enough of the dramatics. What does it do? (laughs) It interferes with a shifter's connection to the void. It. Wait, what? Yeah, it blocks access to your shifter void dimension, or whatever you call it. Fully powered, I imagine it could affect the entirety of Sanctuary. That means no beast form, no void magics.
1: Oh, no. Quick, barricade the doors. We got trouble. You, check the nearby rooms. Make sure any windows are blocked. Wards are down! Fight's about to start! Get the word out! Move it! got a hiccup in the plan. Tim's got some pixie tech that keeps the void out of reach. He's pretty much shut down Nix's wards already.
5: And I can't reach my animal body.
3: Well, that's certainly less than ideal.
5: Where did that uh, green-haired pixie go? Uh, Can't you get him to rig something up that interferes with whatever they've got?
3: After he taped me up, he flew off to look at that fellow who was in here earlier. I believe he said something about charging some batteries. I can't imagine why you would expect a random street magician to be more capable of that.
2: Oh, Zero Day. Unfortunately, it's not as simple as interfering with the device. If we ask him to do that, he would be a sitting duck. And there's no guarantee that he even has the right parts. This is gonna suck! Okay pixie's gonna pixie so that's
5: it then we're going in with half our hands tied
1: yep (sighs) all right people it's showtime
0: what happens during the siege of sanctuary takes me days to figure out i talk to as many people as would give me the time of day which is mostly Anne. judy is happy to help even if talking to him requires a healthy help and a fresh air zero day and most of what comes out of his mouth doesn't make much sense. I'm pretty sure he pretends to help as an excuse to distract my assistant. From what I can gather, GD and Reza decided to take different routes to their post. And GD, apparently, finds trouble first. Reza isn't far behind him.
3: Here. Come now. Just because we're undead. That doesn't mean we have to fight like our (coughs) brains have shriveled. Let's... (coughs) Now that was uncalled for. I... Oh, if you could just step... (coughs) There.
1: You're not going to trick me that (coughs) easily.
3: Excuse me? (coughs) Those rewind traps are more useful than I thought. Ahem, I believe this is where I'm supposed to say, Who's next? (coughs) (laughs) What to do with you? I can't very well leave you here. I suppose I'll have to drag you all somewhere else. Hey, you are not going anywhere. As the kids say, Yeet! Miss Riza, when did you get here?
1: Just now. Heard most of the leeches went, here. This way. So I let them caught up in some of those wards and stuff that ants set up? Those kids had crazy ideas in their chalk drawings. One of the vamps ended up with their nose extended to tie them up.
3: As much as I shouldn't, I'd rather hope one of the younger fighters thinks to take some pictures. <laughs> it sounds like they're playing our song. Let's go
0: join the dance, shall we?
1: Why, I thought
0: you'd never ask. Much as I would like to keep this nice and clean, flights are pretty chaotic, even when things are in your favor. While that's happening, Ann manages to intercept Zero Day in his asinine quest to track down the resident street magician.
4: So I... shouldn't turn the intern into a backup battery?
2: His name is Terran, and his magical's more useful with him using it right
4: now. Hang on. Looks like the first few pixies are here. LOL. Prank away soon as you see bangs. Meet me in... Hmm. Southwest stairwell Out of work. O-M-W.
2: Be careful, Zero Day. People still have to live here when this is over.
4: I'll keep the explosions to a minimum.
2: You don't need to say it. (laughs) Go give those vampires hell.
4: You sure you don't want me to find the human battery?
2: Kidding? Kidding? (laughs) Go!
0: Zero Day heads to that stairwell to meet up with the other tech pixies, and the blighters make a right mess of the vampire forces in their way. From what I hear, they all laugh up a storm all through the building. I guess they have a lot of steam to blow off. Meanwhile, Fiona's getting sniffed out. Most of the residents keep as close to her as they dare, and the bloke Zero is fixing a drain for Anne is doing what he can as well. She puts up a good fight on her own, though. Her dagger flies through the air like she's dancing with it, and all the while she's sweet-talking half the bloody lot of vamps into fighting each other.
5: Come on now. I know you're thirsty, <clears throat> Look at your friend over there, full of blood, not sharing any. Gone! You deserve a taste. Oh, feeling left out over there. Are ya? gone? See what your friend's been drinking. Hey, Bubbles, over here. Bubbles? Oh, never mind. There, that whole way. I'll make a nice bottleneck.
6: They're on
4: the run. This way. Follow me. What just happened? You know,
2: non-flying people never look up. Zero day. We have a problem. There's still more vampires coming.
4: Oh, don't say it.
2: You know things aren't looking good. I'll put in a word with my contacts. Get in touch with Valentine and see if he's on the way.
4: (sighs) Fine. It's a deal. I'll call Valentine. Uh, keep moving, Rocky. I'll catch up.
5: You have reached the voicemail of...
0: Finn Valentine.
4: Hey, Wiggly. What's up? You know that favorite you owe me? I need your help with Sanctuary.
2: We're sorry. Your message could not go through.
4: What? Oh, it freaking rewind traps. Weird. Zero did you get through to him? Sorry, I managed to get one of the stickier rewind traps caught on my sleeve and didn't notice. I have no idea when the message is going to reach him, and I'm pretty sure the effect killed whatever juice his phone had left. Strange. Yeah, you're still looking pretty wiped out. Still sure you don't want the human battery.
2: Terran's magic isn't going to cut it.
4: (sighs) The Janus coin? That bad?
2: Yes. That bad. The activated wards are dangerously close to failing, and I'm not sure how much longer I can keep healing.
0: The coin gets the job done. The inked goddess gets just enough of a boost to last the rest of the night. With that second wind, she sends a little energy and hope to anyone she managed to get a drawing on. As the night comes to a close, that little hurrah fades fast. There's exhausted fighters trying to keep vamps away from where Kiara's resting. Just down the hall, Fiona's barely keeping a mob of them at bay. GD keeps getting dogpiled, Reza's losing space to maneuver. Dawn's about to break. They've almost made it, and that's when Nix and me finally make it back with the Queen.
5: Is this it? This is your sanctuary?
0: Not much to look at right now, but it's a mite prettier in the daylight. Is that... (sighs) Of course, Tim wouldn't deign to dirty his own hands. That
5: fellow there is the one after my sirens. He is. What's that thing he's holding? It's disgusting!
0: Hold up, that looks like pixie tech! I'm not sure what it does or why he's got it, but I'll bet it's bad news. You fool! What do you think you're doing? Not sure, but it involves breaking Tim's new toy. I think fast as I run at the smoke vampire. Sleeves pulled back, Zippo over the ready. I call on the cartoon rat and, quick as I can, send a shriek of lightning straight at the mummified tech rap hand. Tim yells out in surprise as the nightmare gadget practically explodes in his grasp. I quickly run the zippo along another tattoo and bring fire to my other hand as he turns on me. You! Of course, mate. You expecting the Easter Bunny? I think he might be in there, actually.
6: You are a thorn in my side, Valentine.
0: You're normally a bit more creative than that, mate.
3: Boss! We have a problem! The shifter!
6: I know we have a problem!
0: Hmm? He shouldn't have stopped there. I think your snack is angry, and he's made friends with a giant ferret! Isn't that lovely?
5: Hold on there. I wasn't done talking to you.
0: Boss!
5: Poor little leech. It's been a long time since you've seen the sun, hasn't it? It's on its way up though.
3: Yeah... I can see it coming.
0: Braden. Braden. My, my, looks like she's got him in a spell. I might be able to stop her if you put your signature on this here document.
6: What is this? What? No. No!
0: That's right. Your wayward sirens are now representatives. They're part of the Accords.
6: How dare you? We were within our rights. Great, is it?
5: Better get walking east so you can enjoy the dawn.
3: Good idea. The it's been... so long...
0: Family, you understand. Fiona, you want to bring our Braden back into the shade?
5: Very well.
0: you've got a choice. You've got a fresh street magician in front of you and a pack of shifters on the way who've been just itching for a fight. You can either deal with that or walk away now and leave Sanctuary alone.
6: Keep your windows closed at night,
0: Valentine. Everyone, we'll be going. Well, now that's done, I believe Sanctuary needs to prepare for tonight's celebrations celebrations yes i'll have your invitation delivered i suggest you get some rest and clean yourself up best idea i've heard in the last oh, probably 27 hours (laughs) that doesn't particularly compliment any of your so-called plans during this escapade never claimed they were good plans i'll see you at the party I head back to the office to grab some shut-eye and make myself halfway respectable. Fred Ripper claims my plus one and dresses to the nines before I even wake up. That evening we head to the waterfall park by the Wascana Creek. The minute we get there, Fred wastes no time buzzing around to say hello to every pixie in sight. Everyone's looking better than I last saw him. Even GD is wearing a suit that's less moth or vampire-eating. I can't help grinning at some pixie sneaks an air freshener into his pocket. Some shifter kids make a game of trying to get close to smelling without his noticing, and he plays along. It's hard to tell him, but I think he's smiling.
2: Fingal, I'm glad you could make it.
0: Oh, hey, Anne.
2: You did seem lost in thought for a moment.
0: I heard a good pickup line the other day. Can't hear it.
2: (laughs) Some other time. You already have a plus one, and so do I.
0: Yeah? Who's the lucky stiff?
2: Not so lucky this time. Zero Day got turned on before you could even ask. He's been shooting you dirty looks around the corner since you arrived. As much as I'd love to monopolize your time, I hear Fiona wants to have a chat with you before the ceremony. I think she'd rather not delay her own wedding for it.
0: (laughs) Of course. I head over to the tent set up for the brides, all draped with silk garlands and fancied up with brilliantly coloured flowers. The tents are separated a bit, probably so they can have their moments to break down or get advice or whatever conversations a bride might want kept private before a wedding. I approach the one that's been marked Fiona by a sign with graceful, curly letters, and as silly as it feels, I knock on the front flap. I don't want to be rude. Fiona, I uh, heard you wanted to talk to me.
5: Valentine.
0: Whoa! <laughs> uh, what's this? i get you are happy, but I didn't do anything to deserve a hug.
5: Nothing deserving of a hug. Ha! You made everything possible. And with the Queen out there to see it.
0: And all I did was throw some spells and call in a favour.
5: Oh, you did much more than that. All that time in the car with the Queen... You must have said something to open her eyes. After I got some rest, she came by to have a long talk. Well, B. You know, you really don't need to put up such an act. You're hiding a good heart in there. You helped a couple of runaway sirens with no guarantee of anything in return. And you got us a place we can truly feel safe. Thank you.
0: I, I, that is
5: you better go get your seat. If we don't get this wedding started, I think I might burst.
0: Right. Congratulations, by the way. You look lovely.
5: Thank you. I leave her tent
0: and head to the mismatched folding chair, set up in neat little rows and dressed up with more silk and colorful flowers to match the tents. Nix is already up at the altar. He gives me a nod as I find myself a place in the back. Moments later, music starts to play. Kara and Fiona both, wearing lovely blue dresses, approach next from opposite sides. A few steps in and they give up the patient walk and run and cling to each other. Nick gives them a moment before he starts to speak, but I can't handle it. It's too bittersweet. Too sharp. Fiona and Kira deserve to remember the day with nothing but happiness. So when their backs are turned to the crowd, I get up to go home. The drinks table is nearby, and the fellow watching over it is paying more attention to the wedding than anything else, so, hardly a pause, I swipe a bottle of rum as I walk by and just keep walking.
6: You have been listening to the Graveyard Tapes Sanctuary Part 3. Written by Angela Dumalag Edited by Dustin Gray, Hayden Morgan, James Nichols, and Nikki Ewart Produced and audio edited by Miguel Diaz III With the voices of Chase Hunter as Valentine Angela Dumalag as Zero Day Maxine Bachman as Fiona Aiden Morgan as Tim the Vampire Caitlin Sinnott as Risa James Nichols as the Great Dead Detective, and Brayden the Vampire. Rue Dickey as Nick's errands. Rick the Whitebird as the Siren Queen. Alan Morgan as Taran, and Pam Torgerson as Phone Voice.